I'm Jasmine. I'm Alyssa. I'm Rhiannon. And this is Book Book Between Between the Sisters. sisters uh we are here for another week so excited this week because we have our very first guest who is going to be joining us uh we have daryl gray who is going to be coming on and talking about his very first children's book what is benevolence so we're excited about that but before we jump into our interview with daryl how has your guys's week been been good i'm a little weirded out by the weather um i'm not gonna lie it's been really nice but that's really strange for september for us yeah so um yeah i'm just like waiting for it to change at this point because i don't know it is something about going into october that i'm just like I just feel like I'm they all the pumpkin spice stuff is out and all these other like seasonal stuff are out and but it's still like sunny out and I'm like it's really just throwing my brain off. I'm like I don't know what month I'm in now. <laughs> I think it's so funny that you say that cuz like if we lived in California or mm-hmm. any of those states that stay sunny most of the year mm-hmm. that's how they I mean, they still have pumpkin spice and fall stuff, but it's still summery. I mean, our like our definition of summer (laughs) there, you know, nice weather. So it's really funny. Like in Washington, we have that definitive changing Mm -hmm. of the season. Yeah, it's definitely something that I would need to get used to because I'm I'm trying to move to Nevada, but I don't know. It's gonna take my brain a little while to get used to it being mostly sunny all the time instead of us here where weather is just sporadic yeah what about you re um i've been good just had have long days at work yeah a lot of time on your feet mm-hmm. always keep tired. grinding <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep grinding you gotta make that money although i have a Four day weekends next week. Oh, for any re- like, did you ask for that off, or it just happened out that way? Just happened out that way. I think they're hiring more people, so it might kind of be that way for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with because it's really tiring. Uh, yeah. yeah, nice little. And we're break. getting into yeah the busy season for you, so mm-hmm. yeah, good Especially thing that they're getting season. help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. How about you, Jess? Um, I've had a, a a little bit of a rougher week. Um, you know, just to be totally transparent, definitely a difficult mental health week. So, um, you know, working through that, but definitely knowing that I was on to the podcast with you guys is it's my highlight of the week for sure. So. Um, I'm really glad that we have this and the outlet to talk uh, 
talk about books between sisters. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. And I'm glad that you have an outlet because it is really important. I mean, we all go through those tough weeks. And so it is good to have um, some sort of outlet and to be able to talk about it or to just get your mind off if that's what you need. Sometimes that is what you need. So definitely glad to have you on here and to be able to talk with you. And we love you. Oh, thank you. Well, I do have to say, Alyssa wasn't able to join us yes last night for trivia, but Rhiannon mm-hmm. and I went to, I can never say the name, Mac. Well, this is where where Rihanna works, Mac- McNamara. McNamara. You should know how McNamara. to say it. McNamara? McNamara. Or just McNamara's is what people just call it. McNamara. Or Max. Or Max. That's that's the easier one for me. Max. There we go. We're going to call it Max. Yeah. Max. Um, <laughs> that's a good we compromise. To- <laughs> <laughs> but we went to trivia last night and we represented Books Between Sisters. That was our Ooh. team name. We did not get into the top three which is the top three gets the prizes but we were fourth yes we got fourth place represented congratulations that's awesome that's you were right there we were there it was so disheartening because the trivia guy uh he was like okay now on to our you know winners uh you know our third second first place and then and then he was like oh wait there's one more team and we were just like oh my gosh oh my gosh and then he said our name and we're like oh man Uh (laughs) we're really like half a point off though if we had just like changed a couple of our answers we would have gotten it but yeah so close it's it's an oh well y'all need to brush up on your trivia for next time then (laughs) we need Alyssa next time yeah, That's mm-hmm. what we need. <laughs> Just take me virtually and say she's on our team. We're not cheating. Yeah. I have my phone because she's right here. Right. I'm not doing Google searches. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, as we said, we are having a um children's book author on the podcast. So I wanted to ask you guys, what is uh or what yeah, what is a children's book? from your childhood that you remember as being a favorite or that had a impression on you growing up? Well, I have two. Uh, There was one that dad had showed us a really long time ago. It was called Tiki Tiki Timbo. I remember that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love that book. And I think he still has it too. But that was one of my favorite books. I loved rereading that and saying the name because it just continued to get longer. (laughs) Um, And then I also love this book called Nuffle Bunny. That was one of my favorite children's books. It's just about this. I remember you had that one. You carried it with you everywhere. Yes, I loved it. It was, it's, I haven't obviously read it in forever because it was one of my favorite children's books, but I'm pretty sure it was just about this, this little child who had this stuffed animal and he named it Nuffle Bunny and he ended up, I think, losing it or something. And he just needed to go find it. 
And I think at the end, he obviously finds it. But again, I haven't read it in a long time. I just remember loving that book as a kid. That is so funny. Another thing I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say... I know. I would say for me, um, I feel like dad probably introduced us to all of the childhood books because mom (laughs) is not a reader. (laughs) She's getting more into reading as we're kind of pushing her on it. But yeah, I just remember dad Uh, introducing. It's good. It's good. uh, uh, Peer pressure. (laughs) Yes. Good peer pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I remember dad introducing where the wild things are mm-hmm. and I feel like that is still one of my favorite books um it's funny because my father-in-law actually bought a um revision of the book called where the wild moms are so <laughs> you know I had that in my childhood and now I have it in my motherhood so <laughs> you also have a movie now and the, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't love the movie <laughs> yeah yeah Um, yeah even in childhood books or children's books um do you guys remember little critter books Mm -mm. it's the little guy that i don't even know what type of animal he is but yes little critter books and we were at costco and I saw these in, in little, you know, first time reader packs. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to get these books for Ashlyn because I remember having a ton of them and they were super cute. The little critter books. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't See, seen that in forever. Right. Yeah. It like unlocks a childhood memory. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Now I'm trying to think of like all the books that I've forgotten because... <laughs> I was I was struggling with this question because I don't remember a lot of child uh, children's books that I read. I remember having like the the big like story books that had like a bunch of different like I think there was like one that was Disney princesses and um one that had oh, I can't remember all of them, but there's that one. And then I for some reason the first one that popped into my head was Go Dog Go. You guys yeah. remember that one? Yes. I don't know why, but that one just stood out to me. And then as I got a little older, I remember being obsessed with Junie B. Jones. Yes. <laughs> I love those books. And it just thinking about that made me nostalgic. Now I want to go read all of them again. Do you remember Ramona and Beezus? Yes. Or, no, the Ramona books. I don't think it was Ramona and Beezus. That 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 was a movie that they made off of it. But uh, the oh, Ramona, and Ramona, yeah, um, Ramona books by Beverly Cleary. So that's another one. You know, as we got a little bit, or as I got a little bit older, kind of like the Junie B. Jones books. Jones mm-hmm. books. Um, and it's funny because somebody that we're gonna have on as a guest soon-ish hopefully um Jennifer she named her daughter Ramona and so that was the first question I had for her was did you name your daughter after the Ramona books and she's like no everybody keeps asking that but I've never even read it (laughs) oh wow see I would have never even thought about that I I probably would remember if I saw the book but 
I can't. It's not clicking any bells right now. Yeah, you would if you saw it for sure. That's crazy, though, that you remembered that and that name triggered it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys remember the Magic Treehouse books? Yes. You don't remember that, Alyssa? I remember the show. But I don't remember. No, not the Magic School Bus. No, no, the Magic Treehouse. Treehouse? Magic Treehouse. I was was definitely thinking about the school bus. (laughs) Um, Treehouse. Okay. So. That kind of sounds familiar. Again, it might be one that um, I would have to look up. Probably, yeah. They got transported to different time uh, time eras mm-hmm. or oh, yeah. like natural disaster, you know, events and things like that. I very, I totally remember those. very vaguely remember that. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I go to Value Village to look for books. That's my like Mm -hmm. thrifting for. And there's oftentimes actually really good books there. Um, But I see the Magic Treehouse books there all the time. They have a ton of them. And every time I'm like, I should buy them for Ashlyn. You know, she's not ready for them now unless, you know, we read them to her. But I'm like, maybe I should get those because, you know, definitely part of my childhood for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess Ashlyn's still a little too young, but definitely like need to incorporate some of the, those childhood books when she gets to that age where she, because I mean we have to have her to be a reader. Like, oh, of it's course. gonna happen. <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. He's being forced into it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Between the three of us, we'll get it done. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Also, it might have the opposite effect. She might hate reading. I know. Well, she would love to start her own podcast. And she's like, I want to do, you know, books with a friend. I was like, well, you got to kind of know how to read before you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has lots of podcast ideas. She's, you know, mommy's doing it. So I want to do it. And daddy does it. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and bring in our guest and um, learn a little bit more about what is benevolent. Welcome to Books Between Sisters. We're so excited to have our first guest on the podcast. We have Daryl Gray. And uh, Daryl, welcome. Hello. We would love to um, get to know you a little bit. Um, so uh, where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, a little south of Atlanta, but I'm about 10 minutes from Atlanta. Awesome. Have you always been from Atlanta? Yes. My, I was born and raised in uh, Jonesboro, which is, again, about 10, 10 to 15 minutes from Atlanta, but I've been in Atlanta my whole life. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what age then did you decide that you wanted to be an illustrator and do that as a career? As a little kid, I've always wanted to. I remember um, family grew up kind of poor, but I always wanted to design and write. And I love writing stories and illustration. And 
So we couldn't really afford toys. I had marbles and I would literally sit there and imagine full scenes and I'd start trying to draw them out. And the marbles actually helped me set up the scene a lot better. It was just something I always kept practicing with ever since I was a little kid. That is so cool. That's That's super cool. What would be your dream company to illustrate for? I'd actually like to do my own illustration work, but I get a lot of inspiration from Disney and from Illumination and other big studios. Yeah, we're well, definitely you, Disney junkies. Yeah, you got <laughs> three Disney adults here. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, so I know you said that you've been, you know, basically writing since you were a kid or creating scenes. Uh, when did you get more serious about writing, like deciding that it was something that you wanted to do as a career? When I got out of high school, I went to school to study graphic design. And uh, when my grant, the grant funding ran out and I had to pay out of pocket, I had to drop out of school and, and get work. And while I was working, I fortunately got to work in an art store, Hobby Lobby. And a lot of people would see me doodling while I was working or if I was at the cash register or putting up stuff, even working in the frame shop. And they would say, you should really get into that more. So I took the information that I learned from the um, college I went to and applied it and started writing and seriously honing my craft and working more on it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if you're going to do something, you might as well do something you love, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then, at your, oh, sorry. I was going to say, looking at your Instagram, uh, you are super creative. It's very cool to see all your illustrations. Oh, thank you. You'd get along well with Rhiannon. Rhiannon does a lot of that. <laughs> I love to draw. Cool. A lot of, yeah, a lot of talent there. It really helps, like, when, especially when you're sitting down and you're thinking about the bills you have or things coming up, you just start drawing and start writing, and it takes you away from whatever problems you have running up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a stress reliever. Yeah. So then what made you decide on writing a children's book? I actually write. Um, I actually I love children's books, but I always was fascinated with how children's books were designed. In fact, I still have my Winnie the Pooh book from when I was a little kid. I remember my mom <laughs> used to read it to me and I've never given that book up, but I loved how the illustration looked. And I'm like, I would like to make my own series. I'd like to make my own story. And Bino was the very first uh, character I ever designed. So I kept working with designing that rabbit over and over, redesigning him. And I wanted there to be a story around him. And this was the very first book I completed. Oh, that's cool. And what did that's you say cool. his name was again? Bino. It's Bino. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> the very first that's book awesome. I made, I wanted it to be a kind rabbit. So I wrote yeah, a book about yeah. kindness. Right. <laughs> it all ties together. Well, talking about that, can you tell us a little bit about what the book is about? The book about kindness. What happens is, you know, here's a word in the wind, benevolence. And he wants to know what the meaning of the word is. But the bear that sits with him, Uso, is trying to tell him but doesn't know how to explain it. Little does the bear know, the rabbit's acting out every part of the word kindness. So slowly but surely reaches the answer, what is benevolence? And it's a great lesson for little children, not only that, for parents to teach children. And it's a great lesson in general. I've met a lot of adults who don't know what the word benevolence means. I will have to admit, I was definitely one of them. I had to yeah. look, look it up. <laughs> Me too. 
Actually, the book helped me. Reading the book helped me to learn what that word meant. Yeah. And if you know anything about me on our all our previous, I don't look up words when I read. So, but I was just like, I need to look up this word. And yeah, no, it's a really good word. Really the good illustrations word. that I did, I wanted the book to showcase different ways we can show kindness to each other, whether it's being there, listening to someone, offering food for a friend, or just being there for a friend. I highlight different ways that the rabbit shows kindness. I wanted to create a series around it, so I have more books planned, and I'm working on them, but I also work full-time, so it's a back and forth. Oh, boy, yeah. I got your plate full. <laughs> well, we definitely look forward to reading more of whatever you come out with. Like, I, yeah, this is a great book. Yes, it's super cute, and I think very good for, for children to definitely learn about kindness like you set out to, intending to do. Um, question about the word benevolence. So, you know, it's meaning kindness and all of the great things that are explained in the book and the rabbit acting those out. What made you choose to go with the word benevolence rather than something like kindness or helpful, <laughs> you know, things like that? What, what drew you into benevolence? Oh. When I first designed the rabbit, I kept saying, kind little rabbit, kind little rabbit, but it just didn't ring. So I, um, I'm big in catharsis. So when I typed in the word kindness, benevolence is one of the words that came up. And I'm like, I like the sound of that word. And the more I said it, I'm like, I like that. But you can't name a character that long. So when I named the rabbit Bino, I'm like, Bino the benevolent bunny. It just <laughs> rings it. together. And when I first started with Nino, it really started out as a poem. It was a one-page poem about everything that happened in the book. I'm like, it could be more than that. So at first, I tried to draw the children's book. It didn't come out right. Then I tried to make it a comic. Then it just didn't look right. So after so many trial and error, I finally got it together. And I like the format that it's in now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. That was actually one of our questions. And I was wondering about the poem because I did see that at the end. And I was like, I wonder if he wrote the poem first or if he wrote the story first. So, yeah, that's really interesting. It's it's really cool that you wrote the poem and then that was kind of inspired a, a longer story. Yes. I When I wrote the poem, I was trying to write a bunch of poems at the same time. Out of all the poems I wrote, that was the one that stuck out to me the most. And from there, I like, it has to be more than a poem. It just can't be that. I kept sitting thinking on it and just built up over time. Um, so when does this book release? I want to have it ready next month. I have a physical copy made. It was more of a proofread so I could see what things needed to be edited and changed. At the same time, while I have the book prepared, I've been trying to improve all the artwork for it. And it's, I have the means to improve it. I've been working hard. And so far, I have the sketch work of the upgraded illustrations done. That's so cool. Yeah, are you publishing, so oh, are you publishing yeah. on your own or do, are you working with a company? My initial goal was to go through Kickstarter for crowdfunding. But after listening to other self-publishers, I learned that it's easier if I go through Amazon or go through a publishing house that'll do it for me. And 
you know, they'll basically take a cut for the book. And it not only helps me get the book made, especially on the budget I have, but it also allows me to go ahead and focus on the next book and not spend too much time trying to go through the process of getting everything made. I was going to have it made locally, but out of pocket, I do not have the money for it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's great. So then Amazon is going to be the primary source of where we can pick this book up. Where are you going to have other places where we, um, people can also pick up the book? Initially, it will be Amazon. And hopefully in the future, when I have more of the books from the series published, will be on other platforms. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and I know you mentioned um, early on that... Um, when you were writing this book, it was around 2020. Is that right? Um, is that kind of where it started? Or? I wrote an book back in 2020. Um, I did this the whole time I was sitting next to my mom in the hospital. Well, what happened to my mom is in 2018, she started losing her mind. And she started losing the ability to walk. And I found out in 2019, after I was rushing her back and forth to the hospital, she had a stroke. And I found out about it too late and it damaged her brain and she was slowly start. Well, she was quickly getting dementia. And in 2020, right when the pandemic happened, she caught pneumonia and I had to rush her to the hospital. And I was so stressed and worried running back and forth. I sat by her the whole day. And while I was sitting there checking on her, I was sitting there writing, typing out the book on my laptop and was drawing the illustration work right next to my mom. And I finished a book. I finished all the illustration work and everything by October. But my mom passed away in September. And I was so distraught. I just put everything down. I didn't pick it up until 2022. Understandably. Everything was complete from, from start to finish right by my mom's side. And I was... Was she able to see your book? She was, or the work you were she, doing at on the it? beginning. She was, but it was around. Uh, she had a second. A, she had three strokes in the hospital, and they kept moving her from hospital to hospital. But it was around July when she was in, in a coma state, where she could look, but she couldn't really talk. She couldn't move. She couldn't really turn her head anymore. She was losing all body ability. I was able to snap one last picture with her, but um, at the same time, she wasn't conscious. So I don't know if she knew what was going on, but I tried to spend as much time as I could with her. What got worse is when they moved her to Macon, which is about an hour away from Atlanta. That hospital made it even harder for me to visit my mom. And then they moved her to a smaller hospital where I couldn't really talk to her or even see her. And they moved her to a nursing facility entirely where I wasn't even allowed inside the building because of the pandemic. Right. Yeah. That time frame, you know, that's such a difficult time period where, you know, you by your loved one's side uh, in the hospital because of the pandemic. But uh, I'm so sure that during the time that you were able to be by her side, you know, they always say that just humans know, you know, when their loved ones are there. And even if they can't physically show that, I'm sure that she drew a lot of comfort from you being right there and uh, just talking. So, um, yeah, thank you for sharing that story, too. Uh, 
very sorry for your loss. Yes. Um, I do admit she was the one who encouraged me to put the book together, but she encouraged me to put that book together way when I first wrote the poem back in 2014. Um, she was working at one of the hospitals I took her to. And she was like, she kept saying, this needs to be a children's book. It needs to be done. And it's a shame I finished it. But right when I finished it, she died. But hopefully she'll get to see it in paradise. Yes, you'll get a chance to show her. And mama knows best. So, you know, the fact that she inspired you. (laughs) Yeah, and look, you, you have your first children's book out. That's really awesome. And we really appreciate you coming and sharing about this book and what your story is with us. Yeah. Well, we do have one more question for you, but it's actually coming from a fan of yours, a a little fan. Um, So I'm going to actually grab her really quick so that she can ask you a question, if that's okay. okay. All right. Just a moment. Also, in the meantime, I just want to say how incredibly amazing it is that you have written this story and illustrated it all yourself. Well, thank you. That is so impressive. I've always liked writing and drawing. And I, there's a lot of children for growing up I loved. And uh, real quick, I, when I was in school, because I went to a school in Atlanta, most of the stuff that we studied was Black history and about just general history and things I didn't really care about. It wasn't until I actually went to the library and I was looking through in the uh, school library, I found my own book series I love to read. And they were fantasy stories about, about medieval warriors and mice. And there were children's books. Uh, it was the Red Wall series that, that I first started actually reading on my own. I'm like, why can't we read stories like this? And... <laughs> I, it was right then. I was like, I'd like to write my own stories. And I remember just growing up, I would see different types of stories written, whether it was a picture book, whether it was a comic book or illustration. I'd say, I want to do that. So I'd just sit at home practicing over and over to get it done. It was all fun to do. Yeah. Do you plan on sticking with the shorter children's books or are you going to branch out to doing a little bit longer Uh, I have a lot of books that I want to work on. Well, projects in general, and I keep them all just documented. As long as I keep them on record, I know there's something I can work toward and get finished. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll keep it up. You have four fans right here. (laughs) And we we definitely look forward to um, hearing about upcoming stuff that you have. And uh, yeah. Thank you. For sure. Well, we have our little guest here. Your your fan of your children's book. So, Ashlyn, what question do you have for Daryl? Um, why did you choose the uh the bear and the bunny rabbit for your character? When I was first sketching Albino and Uso, I was using Adobe Photoshop, and I didn't really know how to use digital media at the time. I just bought a drawing tablet. And since I couldn't really draw really well, I made the simplest drawings I could of a round rabbit and a round bear. Those were the first two characters that clicked. And I said, keep them, keep working with them, changing it. The bear basically looks after the rabbit and every animal in the forest. He's basically everyone's protector, but he's always tired. The 
Rabbit is kind to everyone in the forest and he's going out his way for everyone. And he's a friend to everyone. Yeah, it's a good duo. I feel like I can relate with the bear. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> tired. <laughs> Very awesome. What was your favorite part of the book, Ashlyn? Let Daryl know. My favorite part of the book was when the bear told the bunny rabbit that he was benevolent. <laughs> Thank you. That was one of my favorite drawings to do. I really like drawing all the uh, different cute. animals. I have more characters for the series working on them. Yeah, so there's more books to come in a series. Are you excited about that? Yeah, say it. I'm excited. <laughs> Well, you definitely have a fan, Daryl. <laughs> She's shy, but she she did love the Thank book. Thank you. I really like it when people enjoy reading through this. I've shown it to a lot of people. Yes. Well, everyone loves a story. Yeah, it's a very well-crafted story. It has a great message behind it. Like you said, kindness is so important, especially in today's world where it seems like more and more that that kindness word is getting lost. Um, so um, benevolence, kindness, however we can um, teach our children that I think is amazing. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, Daryl, would you like to um, mention any of your social, like how we can find you on social media and follow along as you release more? Uh, I am books? always on Instagram and my Instagram is dtgray12 and I will put out more updates as I can. There is a book uh, landing page for Bino right now. It's books.dtgray.com. Yeah, book.dtgray.com. And it'll take you to a landing page for what is benevolence. And it'll let everyone know when the book goes live. Very cool. Yes. Well, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thank will there you. be a link? On the um, page for where we can get it yes, through Amazon. And I will try to include a discount awesome. in the link if I can figure it out. I'm just getting used to using Amazon, uh, their printing services. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so thank much. You <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to hearing more updates. And hopefully we'll, you know, in the future, when you have uh, more books, we can have you back on the All podcast. Right, Thanks again. Of course. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to another week of our podcast. We are so excited that we had Daryl on. And if you would like to follow his journey, definitely follow on uh, his social media that um, that he mentioned. We will also um, we also on our Instagram at BBS underscore pod and our Twitter at BBS underscore pod. Is that right? Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we will also have um, on our post about this episode links to his uh, social media. So um, definitely a great, um, a great children's book that I enjoyed reading as an adult, uh, but especially if you have kids, definitely follow along. Yeah, definitely um, follow him and keep get updated and go get his book. It's a, yeah, it's a really good one. It's a really good support uh, those local, not local, support those uh, small business illustrators and writers because they do a lot of hard work and it comes out amazing. Yes, for sure. Well, next week we will be we will be talking about It Ends With Us. 
by Colleen. It starts with this. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought the new book. Oh, was- it ends with this. You're right. I'm in my yeah, head. Alyssa. See? <laughs> See? That's embarrassing. I'm sorry, guys. This <laughs> is Alyssa's pick. <laughs> It's, um, it throws me off every time because it, in your head you want to say it starts with us right because it starts and then not and then it ends with us right <laughs> in my head i just cannot get that down for some reason but yes you're right we're going to be discussing it ends with us all right <laughs> so Tune in next week as we talk about the first half of that book by Colleen Hoover. And until then, have a great week. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. for listening to books between sisters if you are a book lover and enjoyed our discussion we'd love to hear more from you please feel free to follow us on twitter or instagram or both at bbs underscore pod you can also send us book suggestions or questions at books between sisters pod at gmail.com or if you'd like you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash bbs podcast if you want us to buy us any coffee, books, or just donations of any kind.